Welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get out your Bible and open up the notes app on your phone as we jump into God's word with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. Hey, and welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode. I'm excited to jump into the Word of God with each one of you, praying each of your families are doing well and you are prospering in every way. We have a, a lot going on here at Champion. If you haven't been to one of our drive-in services, make sure you check them out. If you're in the area, we are having so much fun doing church a little unconventionally, but we have seen such a move of God and move the Spirit. It's a great experience to be a part of. And And if you haven't been able to make it out, hopefully you've been watching online. Uh, We've been just wrapping up a series called In the Middle. And I want to just minister today uh, to you for a couple minutes on the podcast about being in the middle. Being in the middle, because right now it feels like we're in the middle of something for sure. And so I want to encourage you out of God's word. But before I do, don't forget to go to either championcenter.net or joeymiller.co and check out all things that are coming up with the Mrs. Rev podcast, with Elm Ministries, with the Devonair Magazine. Ladies, we are just getting ready to release our summer edition, and it is amazing. So don't miss out on getting that uh getting that magazine. If you haven't already done so, you can get that magazine at joeymiller.co or championcenter.net. So we're going to jump into God's Word today. It's going to be a little bit different of a podcast. I'm going to be starting out by reading a portion of scripture to you. And remember, we're talking about being in the middle. So as I'm reading this, I want you to ask yourself, you know, what is it that you feel like you're in the middle of right now? And we're going to be looking at John chapter 11. And I'm going to read a lot of scripture, but that's okay because it's the Mrs. Rev podcast. So it says, Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, in the village of Mary and his sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So I'm going to pause here and say rem- he, this is an important scripture because it's saying, Remember, this is Mary, the one who poured out all of that oil and had this intimate moment of worship between her and the Lord uh, when all of the Pharisees were upset with her and saying, why are you wasting all this money? And, and, and so this is the Mary that we're talking about here. In verse 3 it says, So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness will not lead in death. It is to the glory of God so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let's go to Judea again. And the disciples um, are, are talking about why he shouldn't go there. And then in verse 11, it says, after saying these things, he said to them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I will go awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but thought that he would, meant he was taking a rest in sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, I like that. Sometimes Jesus has to just break it down for them. He said, Lazarus has died, and it's for your sake I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. So Thomas called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let's go along that we may die with him. They were saying he was going to die if he went back to Judea. 
But so we're going to pause for a second in the story because I want to talk to you about being in the middle of what is seemingly a mess. And this is what's going on here. Right now, Mary and Martha have uh, Lazarus who's ill. They're calling their friend Jesus to come and heal him, to pray for him. They have a relationship with Jesus. Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus very much. In fact, it says, "The Lord." It says, "Lord, he whom you love is ill." Like your really good friend is ill, and so this is where it's at right now. And Jesus decides. He's he says, "We're going to stay here a little bit longer. I'm not going to go right now. I'm going to stay back." And so we're going to pick up this story. It says in verse 17, Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. So Lazarus had already been dead for four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet he shall live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into this world. And, you know, I love this portion of scripture because we see here that that Martha runs to see Jesus whenever he's approaching the house, even in the middle of her mess, even in the middle of her disappointment. She runs to Jesus and, and she asked him basically like, if you would have been here, he wouldn't have died. You know, why did this happen? And, you know, as we've been going through the middle of some stuff, I think it's important to realize a couple things. Number one is this, even though it seemed like God's timing was late, it was actually perfect. Even though it seemed like Jesus was late, he was actually right on time, that he wasn't uh, accidentally running late, that everything that he was doing had a plan in mind. And so, you know, right now, as you might feel like you're in the middle of your mess, you might say, where is, where is Jesus? You know, what is God doing right now? Is he late? Has he, has he forgotten about me? Has he overlooked me? You might even feel like, uh, Martha, like, where were you? If you would have been here, this wouldn't have happened. Let me tell you, the Bible says that he will never leave you or forsake you, that he is watching over you, that he is working a plan in you, that he it's not on accident, that, that, that God is still working in the midst of what we seem as a mess in our lives right now, that there is a miracle on the horizon. Now you think about it, every story in the Bible that ends in a miracle starts as a mess. Without the mess, there's not a miracle. Without a problem, there is not a reason uh, for Jesus to come on the scene and, and, and destroy the works of darkness, to destroy sickness and disease, to bring provision, to bring joy, to bring uh, you know, peace. It all starts with a mess. And that's how we see Martha here. She is in the middle of that place, yet she runs to Jesus. And the words he says to her are so important. He, he says, do you believe this, Martha? Do you believe uh, in who I am? And, you know, 
it's in those times and even dealing with disappointments in our life. Maybe right now in the middle of your mess or maybe at different times in your life, you've had to deal with some disappointments. And it's in those times that it's important of what you do, how you respond. You're either going to run away from Jesus and you're going to be mad and you're going to be bitter and you're going to distance yourself and say, if you would have only been here, or you're going to run to the feet of Jesus and you're going to say, you know what? I don't understand this, but I know who you are. It's in those moments. See, Martha and Mary and Lazarus, they knew Jesus. They were friends with Jesus and, and they hadn't just heard the stories, but they knew him personally. He had done miraculous things in their lives before. And it's in those times of disappointment. It's in those times when it feels like you're in the middle of a mess that really you lean into who you know God to be, that God is good. And even if you can't understand it in your natural mind, you know that he's working all things together for your good because you love him, that he's not left you, that he's not abandoned you, that he hasn't left you to fend for yourself or figure this thing out or, you know, uh, I'm sorry, I can't deal with what's going on in the world now. You're all just on your own. No, he knows what he's doing and he's right there in the middle with you. And it's not going to be long before you see a turnaround. It says this in verse 28. It says, when, when she, meaning Martha, had seen this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, the teacher is here and he is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews were there with him in the house consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here with my brother, would have not died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And I want to pause here for a second because I love this aspect of Jesus. See, we read earlier in John, we read that Jesus already knew what was going to happen. He already knew that Lazarus was going to live and not die. He already knew how the story was going to turn out. So why did he weep? Why was he moved? It says he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And that shows me here that Jesus... Jesus had compassion on Mary in the midst of her mess. That Jesus wasn't like, would you please just suck it up? Would you have a little more faith? Would you just, you know, no, he had compassion on her. He saw where she was. He saw the pain that she was going through. He saw uh, her, her loss and her trying to understand in the midst of it all. And, you know, I love this aspect of who Jesus is because right in the middle of where you're at, you know, he sees you. It's not like he's he's like a, a God that is a, a tyrant and is like, just suck it up and move on. No, he, he sees you. The Bible says that he keeps every tear that we cry, that he watches over us, that, that he's not a God who's not empathetic towards us. He understands that we have emotions. See, faith isn't neglecting that, that you have emotions. Faith is overriding your emotions with who you know God to be. It's, it's confronting them head on. You know, I know different times in my life where I felt like I was in the middle of a mess, uh, different times of loss, different times where I didn't understand maybe why things were working out or, or why maybe I felt like I didn't get a heads up uh, from the Lord on certain things, how they were going to turn out. And 
you know, it wasn't those times that I just sucked it up and pretended like I wasn't experiencing those emotions. No, it was those times that I dared enough to take the band-aid off of what I was feeling and take them to Jesus and say, you know, let's work through this together. I don't understand why this happened, but I know who you are and who you are overrides all of the thoughts, all of the reasoning, all of the questions that I have. And so, you know, don't be afraid to take those things to Jesus. That's not a lack of faith. That's actually a step of faith saying, Lord, I'm going to work through this with you because because I know that you are good. And if my life doesn't speak of your goodness, I know you're still working in the midst of it. So Jesus had compassion on them. In verse 34, it says, And he said, Where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he have opened the eyes of the blind, also have kept this man from dying? And, uh, you know, it's important when you're in the middle of your mess who you surround yourself with because there's going to be people that are going to speak into the mess. They're going to try to give life to the mess. They're going to try to glorify the mess. They're going to try to put a period there, the end of the story. When Jesus is saying, no, there's a comma. There is something still on the horizon. But if you surround yourself with the wrong people, see Mary and Martha had mourners at their house. And some of those people I'm sure we're friends of the family, but in that day, it was common to actually pay people to come and mourn and grieve with you. I mean, that takes the phrase misery loves company to a whole new level. They were actually paying for the company of misery. So, you know, there were there were people surrounding them that were uh, that were. They were, they were helping them lick the wound of, of the sorrow of the mess of magnifying the mess and. You know, you just really need to protect yourself during those times, especially when you're trying to hear from the Lord, when you're trying to reconcile things with him. You need to really guard and protect the voices that are speaking into your life. In verse 38, it says, Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I said this on the account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you have sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. I love this because Jesus knew all along how the story was going to end. He knew that in the midst of this mess, God was going to be glorified and a miracle was going to take place. You know, Lazarus himself, the name means God who helps, the God who helps. And as Jesus uh, let out uh, a prayer, Lazarus, come forth, uh, there was miraculous signs and wonders that were taking place that the people around who, who were standing and who were crying, now we're seeing the dead come to life. And, you know, in the middle of our mess, I think it's important to realize that God is always working things out. The things in our life that we feel like are dead and gone, we give up too soon. You know, 
God won't quit on us. We're the ones that quit first. We're the ones that mark it impossible. We're the ones that say, you know what, thanks Jesus, but he's already been in the tomb for four days. Uh, Thanks Jesus, but my finances are too bad. Thanks Jesus, but if you only knew my husband, my marriage will never work out. And, And he's saying to you today, you know what, it looks like a mess. But, but if you dare to bring it to me, if you dare to keep believing, don't stop, don't quit, don't give up on who I am. If you continue to keep believing, you're going to see a miracle come from your mess. Listen, whatever that situation is in your life today, if you go back to the beginning of, of John uh, 11, when, he's ex- when Jesus is explaining to the disciples, he's not dead, he's just sleeping. And they were confused. And, and you know, I, I just really feel like that today, that's to speak that over your situations. In the natural, it might seem like it's dead, but in your spirit, you know, it's just it's just uh, sleeping, so to say, that it, there is life in that thing, that God is going to uh, come invade your mess and turn it around, and you're going to see a miracle happen. But it matters what you do in the middle. It matters how you position your heart. It matters that you stay in faith. It matters that you take your disappointments and your feelings to the feet of Jesus. It matters that you say, I don't understand, but I still believe in who you are, and I know that you are good. And it matters that that you line up in a place that you don't quit, that you keep believing, that you keep doing what is good, that you keep staying in faith, that you don't you don't abandon the process, that you don't start speaking unbelief, that you don't start uh, you know neglecting the things that you know to do, that you don't let people and voices and thoughts invade you in a way that magnify the mess. No, God's bringing you out on the other side, and you are going to see the miraculous happen in your life. and And that's my prayer for you today. Uh, as you heard, we just wrapped up this series at Champion uh, in the Middle is what it's called. Go back and listen to more of the sermon series and I pray that you're blessed. But I'm praying for you. I'm praying that the miraculous will be released on your behalf and what seems like the greatest mess of your life, God is going to turn it around and it's going to be the biggest miracle that you've ever walked in. I love you so much. God bless you. And until the next time, I'll see you on the Mrs. Rev podcast. Thanks again for joining us for the Mrs. Rev podcast. If you could help us out, do us a favor and subscribe, but also leave a rating and a review. If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. So after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave any of your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev podcast.